before we hop into the podcast today, today's episode is sponsored by Infinite CBD. Guys, CBD oil helps you relax when you're feeling anxious. It can relieve pain and even helps clear up some of your allergies. So go over to infinitecbd.com, use our code BBB10, and you're going to get 10% off all purchases and free shipping over $100, courtesy of yours truly at the Blockbuster Boys. So go use our code BBB10 at checkout and get some infinite CBD. The CBD makes the voices a lot quieter. <laughs> Roll the thing. I'll never be Blockbuster Boy. Then he became Blockbuster Boy. Blockbuster Boy. Podcast. Then he became Blockbuster Then he became Blockbuster Welcome, everyone, to the Blockbuster Boys episode number 42. 42, Jackie Robinson, <laughs> of hey. course. Shout out. Uh, as always, drinking the Coke. You know he's the beverage guy, the co-host to my co-host hey jackson how's it going man mitch jensen how's it going mitch feeling good very special episode today uh because joining us is producer dj performer all-around great guy sweet teeth or eric as i know him as how's how we doing podcast gang (laughs) this is weird it's like you're it's like Performing in front of a crowd, you get like the response. A podcast, you do not. No, no. So crickets. You get you get that great intro, and then it's just then it's just all us staring at you. Yeah, it's great. That's all you need, though. I like I like the whole style that you rock, low key. <coughs> like just the gla- like the round glasses. Uh, with I guess the I hat. gotta wear the glasses for the it's, interview. It's kind of it's kind of trademark. No, I lo- it's. I'm really trying to make the bandana. Bandana is just a thing in general, but. Definitely want them to be my thing. Would you? Yeah. Would you say you're like that's part of the brand though? Those sunglasses? No, I actually just left my main sunglasses in my dad's truck, so I don't have them right now. Oh shit! So these are like the backup joke sunglasses. I like it. Other pair of round sunglasses I lost when I was drunk, so that's why you have multiple pairs of cheap sunglasses. I don't think I've ever kept a pair of sunglasses over two weeks. It's not worth getting a nice pair because you literally just end up losing them. They get stolen. I've stolen a few nice pairs. I sat on my sunglasses yesterday and broke the frame. Oh, no. Either that or you're sitting on them. Even worse, here in Wisconsin, the fucking girl took my hat at the bar. She just took it. I thought it was, she yeah. was flirting with we me. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, you're kind of cute, so I'll, like, I'll hear this out. But, yeah, you know, she went into the bathroom, and her friends were like, wow, that was such a cool hat. And my, like, <laughs> Playboy hat. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, Jackson's very wary of uh, women who want to steal his. Oh, yeah. If, if you go to Brothers on Thursdays, they give a lot out a lot of free shirts. And one night we were out, and Jackson had, like, four shirts on him. And he was just so happy at all these shirts. Yeah. Jackson is one of the people some, that steal the DJs, clothes. The, no, the DJs throw them out at midnight, no, but, so you just catch yeah. them. So I had, like, I was out there mossing people. I had, like, four shirts. On you them. had, so, like, four shirts by the end of the so night. That's ha- too many. <laughs> yeah, it's so many shirts. So we're hanging out at, at the Pong table, and this is pretty is pretty 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 looking girl comes up to him and starts talking to him and jackson's just ignoring her just not even like i love that giving her the time of day and i'm like jackson what's up man and he's like i'm not giving her a free fucking shirt for a free fuck fuck that <laughs> for a free fuck <laughs> no shirts for free fucks Dude, wow no because she came up and asked me she's like can i have like 
one year like she was trying to flirt with me as you have like, four yeah, shirts yeah and then will not like, give them away yeah, she's like her, one of those time. a medium i was like oh i know this game i know this <laughs> game i've been here before this is like a regular thing for you no yeah exactly. the problem with the free shirts is you never end up wearing them you kind of just they just go to the bottom of your closet they're work shirts and yeah, i love them i work out in them and so well let's just see the fact that you actually shirts. wear them that's and all that matters they're also no. cum rags also yeah that too Come rags, um, noted. Dual purpose. Um, but I'm gonna start using mine for that. <laughs> I I'm now known as the alcoholic at the gym though because I have all these brother shirts and multiple people have come You're up to me. You're constantly just sweating. Out alcohol. I'm constantly just hammered too, yeah. so that also helps. But hammered uh, at the gym, yeah, in free shirts with cum on them. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's old drunk cummy Jackson coming down, <laughs> coming down the fucking making hallway. it rain. <laughs> With my fucking general demeanor, uh, I want to mention before he jumps in here, but clone the kid, Connor. Uh, He's on a limo of, on the way to the studio currently, like in Wayne's World. Yeah, friend of the show. He'll be here. The CEO be great halfway of, the, through. of the big music label called him. And he's like, Connor, we need you in the limo now. We need you down to the old Blockbuster Boys studio. You're to gonna make be a appearance. star. You're gonna be a star. <laughs> So uh, he had to work. He someone's got to you know yeah. earn the bread for this family and this household. <laughs> so Connor was at work making T-shirts. Ironically, like why are you making T-shirts? Yeah. Your roommate has like they, seven yeah, of them, exactly. ready to go. Covered come on calm. them already. But so the CEO of Big Rap Guy Records uh, sent his private jet to pick him up, and he'll be here shortly. Yeah, Connor's my guy though. So since he was back in time, you know you got to have him. He's he's who I like to make music with. Probably more than more than anyone else, really, because he's just so easy to work with, and the product is is yeah very you guys desirable. Have some great songs together. I was gonna get into that whole uh, I guess interview part of the show uh, where we just kind of I, w- I want to break down the DJ scene because we've never had a producer DJ. We've had Boofwell who does produce on the show before, right. but we've never had like. Someone who goes out and is like live DJing before or performing. I is that is DJ the right term or is that like a yeah? Honestly, I hate all the terms. I don't even know what I call it. You're a performer. Is the whole career is just embarrassing for me in general. I gotta show up to these family parties and like tell people what I do or like just like the guy yesterday. He's like, "Why in Wisconsin?" And I'm like, "Dude." Believe it or not, I'm like a DJ producer guy that makes electronic music and stuff. And, why, and did you have a show here? And I'm like, no. Just Dude, was older, here after playing in Detroit, even though they're not really close together. But it's it's good. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Honestly, some people have started to do the whole like, oh, are you performing here? When are you performing next? And I'm like, performing what? Performing like an act of service? Like performing oral sex? Like <laughs> it's just perform like. It's not really a perf- I don't know. It's it a is. performance. It, it is. is. It's it's hard though. But yeah, the only thing that you're not supposed to do is like, if your alias is Skrillex, don't call him DJ Skrillex. No, yeah. That's the only thing that you don't do. But even so, I still think that's funny when people go DJ Sweet Teeth. Yeah, I, I just love don't, that. I just don't know what the the classification is. If like, because you are an EDM artist. But yeah. You know, like, what is the actual act of, like. It's really just pressing play on records and mixing them together as seamlessly and as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna like an iPod shuffle cannot play sixty songs in an hour seamlessly. A no. DJ can. Yeah, I 
I wanted to get back to your point of what you said. You said uh, you don't like talking about doing what you do, and I can totally understand that. Like older, yeah. So this interview's older. over because I hate talking about this. Yeah. No, I actually I don't mind talking about it. I just think it's it's not the easiest thing to talk about with people that are very far removed from it. I was just gonna bring up the point though. There's so many, you know, younger kids in this generation to even like dudes that are like you know in college that want to do what you do yeah everything's starting younger and younger it all started with like martin garrix doing all this crazy stuff at like 16 and 17 and now it's i have a friend this kid uh morkin set shout out more he's really sick and i think he's like 14 or 15 jesus insane just pushing all the boundaries just a great artist. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're doing it younger and younger, like you said these days. Like, it, it across all genres too. DJing is essentially a video game. You know, it's a controller with buttons. And who are who's great at video games? Kids. Kids. You know, and the same thing with producing music. It's a very like, I feel like kid friendly thing now that everyone's getting so immersed with technology from a younger age. Like, I know my little cousins, fortunately or unfortunately, are always on their iPads, but. I'm sure they could make a song way quicker than I learned how to make a song. These kids are just really good at software-based things. So for your, for your songs, do you have a process that you like to do every time, or is every song that you make different? What like wa- Walk me through what you're doing when you're making a song. Yeah, so I mean, there's not really like a set process by any means, because mm-hmm. every kind of vibe is usually... Um, translated in a different way like if you're really like hasty in a way it now i don't even want to say emotions whatever you're feeling is what you're feeling if you're like happy sad angry whatever it's more about how you're going to express that and this is kind of a new way i'm explaining it so i'm kind of thinking out loud as i go but sometimes you literally i was talking to connor about this we were all saying like sometimes you literally just hop out of the shower you're still in your towel and you had like this crazy melody in your head and you'll literally be naked in your bedroom just writing it down on the fly as you go yeah or it could be like really quickly before you hop on a flight and you have your computer during like a layover maybe you have a crazy idea other times it's like okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna eat a good breakfast gonna go to the gym gonna shower shit shave put on clothes do your hair you know and then sit down with someone in a in a fancy studio that you've been talking to for like months about this song mm-hmm. and then it's this whole like orchestrated process. So sometimes it can be a lot more like long-winded. And then you know you put that song down, you don't finish it for a while, you could finish that song a year later. Like I have some songs that I started 2 years ago and that just haven't gotten done yet, but I'm still going to finish them. But yeah, it can start any way. It could be a cool vocal sample, it could be a cool melody idea, it could be like Hey, I got this cool rapper clone the kid here. Yeah, I need to sure. make a beat for him. So there's like a million different ways it can it can kind of go about. Uh, do you ever like what do you do when you have an idea for a song, right? And you're not by your computer. Like, are you putting that in your notes? Mm. Like, on- Honestly, voice memos. Yeah, I have done that before. Yeah, the like, amount of times I know that I've my successfully. Notes are crazy. That's the thing. They get crazy and they're hard to they're hard to sometimes decipher. You're, you're, yeah, you're in one frame of mind and you like just say some fucking words and uh, yep. Especially when like, they're what? not words and they're like sound designs. So I'm just in my notes like <laughs> you're just a like yeah. Sometimes you try to come back and you're like I can't tell. Like somebody like out of context just finding your fucking notes just like like yeah. Like this dude needs to be on a list of like bands from America. Right? <laughs> like, 
That's what they. That's what they would find. Honestly, that's why like, I don't even record a lot about? of notes. Because I know I, I'm going to go back in the notes and be like, I just don't know what this is, and I'll delete. That's, su- that's super fucking interesting. We got Connor in the studio. We're trying to get him a mic right now. Like, do you want to oh, yeah, bring this o- over here? I All wish right. the viewers at home could see this. This process happening. Connor's here. You want to say what's How up? How are we doing? Clone back for back a special, not a multiple of 13 episode, not but this a is a super episode. special episode because we got super special both Sweet Teeth and Clone the Kid here in the studio, here. and it's right before he's about to fly out. So. Go Bears! <laughs> Just kidding, we like the Packers. Super awesome. We're very split on this podcast right now, as we know, it's a Packers podcast. Yeah, is this a, is this a Wisconsin right audience? Uh, this is not a Packers podcast. Bears Just got to say that up front. Right. So this is podcast. some Illinois listeners, some Chicagoans. Yeah. We'll let the fans decide uh, what kind of pod. We don't usually talk about sports. We're more of a anti-sports. Art. Well, we both like sports, and we'll talk about them on occasion because it's like a part of you know things we like. But uh, more focused on, <laughs> I don't want to say art because that's def- like we are. We have artists on. We don't have athletes on. I don't know. I'd have an athlete on. I consider performing DJ wise an athletic endeavor of mine. It's about the most physical activity I get. Yeah. Actually one of the one of the mic lines is, you know, if you're not sweating, you're doing something wrong. It always works. It's a good good line for the audience. Because it's so true for me, because I'm like, I'm if I'm not sweating, then I'm not trying. You got the how hot are the lights on up there? Um like Sometimes it's m- more not even the lights. It's the fact that they won't have AC in the club or, like, they won't have – the AC won't be on the stage. Oh, yes. Yeah, so or usually it's just hot. It's a lot of bodies. A lot of bodies. But the lights are hot. It does in. make a difference. I was going to ask you uh, about – or I wanted to ask you, like, when somebody's having a good DJ set, how much of it falls on the DJ's responsibility – that the audience is having a good time and how much of it is the audience's responsibility to be dancing and having fun. Oh, like, it's totally 50-50. Like, yeah. Totally 50-50. You know, the DJ's got to do what he's supposed to do or her or whomever. Could be a robot, could be an alien. Honestly, in like the next 10 years, I will not be surprised if like we have this robot contraption DJing. So it's 50% them and it's 50% the audience. Dude, I'm saying that we need some fucking gray aliens up on the DJ booth just fucking going bleep, bloop, bloop, clash, That's what I'm thinking because everyone's been like, yeah, there's going to be, you know, Area 51 and there's going to be a music festival. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, okay, you're going to have XYZ artists from the human race play the music festival. Sure, but I'm like, yeah. what alien superstars? The alien Mariah Carey obviously wants a slot. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's 50% the audience and 50% the 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 performer cuz if the audience isn't into it, you don't get No, if they're into not giving it, you back the same energy. Yeah, it's it's, it's a feedback loop. And if you're not putting out the right energy as the DJ, like you just stand there like robotronic and you look down the whole time, the audience won't get into it either. You got to, you know, kind of move around, give the audience eye contact, talk to them on the mic, and then hopefully they give you something back. Some sometimes it's a it's a hot crowd, tough crowd. So, you never know. What do you think about uh, EDM kind of coming from over in Europe, right? Like the Germany, oh, Norway, all, like they're fucking Gabba like. Do you have you performed over in Europe yet at all? No, I have not. I, that is high up on the to do list. But Number one venue would be Boots House in uh, Germany. Yeah, those kids just go nuts. I know, like. Do some fucking 200 BPM shit with little Texas. Did, did you find like <laughs> shit from over <laughs> there before you up. found EDM over here? Uh kinda. I'd say like. 
my EDM like um, discovery came came about through a genre called Eurodance, which is very much so like kind of kind of thing, like kind of very clubby with like cool catchy melodies, um, kind of like the Every Time We Touch song. Okay, they have a lot oh, of songs yeah, like yeah. that yeah. in uh, in Europe. My guy was a bass hunter. Okay, he was he was definitely hands down the dude that got me interested in the whole thing. And when did you get you got interested in college or was this pre dating college? You're like um, I want to do this. This is probably beginning school. of high school. Beginning of high school, you're like I want this is what I want to do. That was like when I kind of started discovering anything because at that point, um, you know, Led Zeppelin and like Queen, they're not going to come out with any new songs. So yeah. I'm a big classic rock head, but my whole problem was I couldn't discover that many new classic rock songs. Yeah. Like if I turned on the local classic rock radio, I'm going to know ten out of ten songs, ninety nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because I love hearing new things and discovering new music. So I was like, okay, hip hop and rap. There's always new stuff coming out. But I was like, this this is cool. I like it a lot. But I was like, what else is there? Then I kind of found EDM, and I was like, everything is new. Like I've never heard any of these. Yeah, yeah, and and it just was really interesting to me. But that's kind of how I found it because I was like, there's always new music here, you know. And then Skrillex did the Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites thing, and that was like this same time I was like learning to drink. And like yeah, like all those things, high school being new, new people. So that was that was the time. What did your parents think right away? Um, or you don't have to. I don't know. That I don't know. Thing, but like, I feel like for a lot of kids, and we were bringing up gaming and shit earlier, mm. where things nowadays are careers are opening up that a lot of parents didn't have, and so they're kind of wary of it, I guess. Right, the kids doing that. But oh, career-wise, they're still weary of the whole thing. They still have a hard time. That's just knowing being what's an artist. Yeah. They were a little bit open to to the EDM just in general thing, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm about to put on like a crazy dubstep song in the car with my parents. So if anything, I did a pretty good job of like almost keeping it hidden. Sure. Not that I'm like ashamed or embarrassed of it or anything. Or at the time, it's just I, a different world. Was, yeah, I was just like, you know what? It's just we can avoid this conversation. Yeah, yeah like, like you don't need to hear scary monsters and nice sprites on the way to the mall, mm-hmm. or like you hear it once and that's it. I can tell you one thing too. Like my parents, for example, did not really like when I started rapping and stuff, mainly because a lot of the shit that I made in the beginning was like darker and weird, and they were just like, "Dude, are you okay mentally?" Like, and obviously, I, I was fine. I was sure. just fucking around, you know. And I was also listening to like Tyler the Creator when I was a sophomore, so obviously that everybody shit. wanted to oh, kill yeah. themselves. Yeah, dude, pretty much. <laughs> he everybody. made it cool. Angsty he made teens. it really cool to kill yourself. <laughs> like, a lot of fucking work goes into the production of that. So it's like, as like I guess like the kid or whatever of the parent, you could easily not easily, but you could show them all of the stuff you actually have to do and put into it, you know, to make this full ass song, you know, that could sound like a radio song type shit. But when I make like my SoundCloud rap type shit, like I'm not gonna show my dad because it's bunch of vocal tracks and like boring stuff but it's like that's the other thing too is like the substance of the lyrics that's where the i think parents don't really like that shit and like the rap culture but you know it's still fun now do you have any background in because she was talking about how much goes into like an edm song and i saw it firsthand last night when you were working on some shit like just how much stuff you have open on that file it's how many ridiculous. sounds you have on that <clears throat> it's absolutely insane uh do you have any background in sound design or anything like that or i got into the whole thing in high school through a class called technology and music mm-hmm. now this was literally just the band teacher because like what other teacher knows any bit about sure. music in high school no, it's the band teacher is the best you got yeah so you don't exactly 
have like the most technically professional like guy but mm. shout out nick Rotindo, my music tech teacher he he's the one that like got me into this from the start because he knew just enough to sort of get your feet wet and get you ready to like explore this whole other thing mm. so we were just kind of learning the basics in GarageBand, which he did a really good job of kind of explaining but i kind of grasped those fairly quickly so then every day after football practice i would like go home and just watch youtube tutorials and yeah. that like that was like my night, and then just try to use GarageBand on my mom's computer because I had like a crappy Dell at the time. When did you upgrade the Garage to Logic? Um, that was our se so we luckily had a second year of technology and music, which we dove into Logic and Reason a bit. Okay. So in high school, I sort of opened that up my senior year. Sounds good. Like that. That's awesome that you had a class like that. I'm not sure if my high school. Yeah, had my, my high school did not have like. Yeah, like without it, I mean, um, you definitely aren't so learning great. how to become the uh, the next Skrillex in the class. But like, if you it exposes you to this stuff that I never would have been exposed to otherwise. If you don't have that class, and let's say you want to do something like this, what well, would you just say YouTube? Would yeah, be your YouTube best tutorials answer? are amazing. I mean, it icon collectives and stuff is great, and going to school for it's great, but it's a lot of money. So it really depends on what your budget is. If you're trying to ball on a budget, just YouTube for hours. Gotcha. And not no learning like uh, experimenting yourself either. Yeah. Like and for vocal mixing, is it the same thing? Do you look at a lot of YouTube? No, I don't all? look at any actually. Like uh, experiment. I, well, ironically, I remember. Well, because Sweet Teeth here, he's the dude who pretty much taught me everything that I know. Because I, I I use Logic now. But, like, over time, I did teach myself a lot of stuff. And, like, at first, I think it's maybe just, like, a um, like a rap thing. But, like, when you look up tutorials for rap stuff, especially vocal presets, every there's, the, like, the biggest um, videos and biggest views are things that or people who have, like, 30 different plugins that nobody else has that are going to cost you a shitload of money True. to even get. And then on top of that, there's the other guys who do it super simply. But then everybody's mic is different, so everything's going to sound different depending on where you are type shit. And, like, those tutorials never helped me because I could never get it to sound how I thought it should sound like the dude in the video, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's because my mic wasn't as good at the time or, you know, vice versa. But sure. that's like, it's pretty much a lot of experimenting. It's nice to do a little bit of research in the beginning to look at that stuff. Cause Just it, to know what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, it, it can kind of quickly get you used to the program, I guess, in a way, and teach you how to like navigate things but once you understand how things work it's a lot easier to build stuff yourself sure yeah i mean i completely agree <laughs> youtube mm -hmm. is even across everything with electronics right like if you're learning editing you're if you're learning, learning anything in yeah, general it's mm -hmm. like there's tutorials online definitely because you you also did a few tutorials on the logic programming at one point right mm -hmm. yeah you're yep. showing me those videos I like that i think that's super cool and that's uh, yeah that's the best way to learn either that or you can get like a one-on-one -on -one mentor like i do a lot of like lessons with kids and stuff mm -hmm. too helps like pay the bills and it's also like the quickest way to get someone from a to b in like production yeah so they can come to you with a specific thing and it's an answer tailored just for you and it's a lesson just the way you would want to learn it that's cool i wanted to get a little bit back into like the live performances that you do and just kind of uh i mean this is this is a super general question but like what do you think's like the weirdest thing that you've had happen to you while you were performing like a dj set like I, does anything jump out at mm. you right away depends how like weird weird is nothing like too crazy i'm trying to think one time i played a show with knife party and um 
someone I forget what they did. Either they hit a girl, some dude hit a girl, or Jesus like Christ. something like that. Like something like where it was like, okay, you're not raging, you're being a dick. And I remember Knife Party like saw it. Like Gareth literally saw yeah. that happen, and he stopped the show, and he he was like, yo. If I ever see that again, like yada yada yada, and he actually like went on. And he was like, "Security, you know, get that guy out of the show." And then like the whole audience is like, "Fuck that dude! Fuck that oh, dude!" I love that shit. Yeah, and literally like he Gareth literally got the guy like kicked out of the show. Yeah. So that's... like you can do crazy weird things like that. Like I started a dance circle, not even like a mosh pit, which is a normal thing to start, but I just started like a dance circle. Uh, my show a week ago in Detroit, like just I was like. This guy with the gives free hugs shirt, like everyone, he's your guy. Like someone jump in, he's he's the dance yeah. guy. <laughs> so you can do like crazy weird shit like that. Other than that, it's usually just like weird green room things, or like shitty green rooms, or just people doing ridiculous shit at it's your shit, show. Like, like girls just like flashing their tits. Yeah, always weird because you don't see it at first, but then you'll go back over like the Snapchat video and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like that's happened before. What what makes a shitty green room? Like if you're an art, what are you looking for when you show up? Um, the main thing is like water. Yeah. Just in general, like sometimes like it's like you got it's like pulling teeth to get like a water, and it's like you're gonna be yelling on and the you're mic. You're a performer too. Yeah, like I'm genuinely thirsty. I'm just like human. I'm thirsty. Like yeah. I need a water. Let alone like getting the alcohol and like rider stuff. But no, mainly it's just like having a clean green room where you don't feel like. There's Wooks doing ketamine and cocaine <laughs> off the table every week. Because some green rooms, you like look at them, you're like, that is literally what this is. Like, it's, this is just where the, the Wooks go to party every week. So, like, you got to keep it clean. And that, like, the bigger and the nicer the venue will always have, you know, the cleaner type green rooms. But yeah, there's definitely somewhere it's like, okay, here's this back room. It's a closet in the back of our warehouse. And don't yeah. mind Jerry, he's just doing ketamine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the hobo in the back, just leave him. Don't pet him. Like so sometimes it'll be like that shitty. But I remember it like when we went to that after party last year. Like this is the only after party I've ever been to with Sweet Teeth. But last summer we did like this very odd and very strange bar show in uh Green Bay, Wisconsin. And the after party was at one of the previous DJs before Sweet Teeth set uh and it was at his grandma's house, and it was like a fucking <laughs> duplex too. It wasn't like an. It wasn't was a house. His grandma it was, there. I ha, I Probably. think so. I think Grab so. Well, no, actually, room. no. I do remember the whole, the whole, the whole fucking thing ended because the grandma couldn't sleep. Be, yeah, uh, and so I, I remember, remember when we, that. when wow. we got there, it's already my friends over. it's already like fucking two a.m. We get there, we go to the basement, and we're just like chilling, and we're like, okay, this is weird. And there's just like a group of like six wooks in the corners, just all rolling absolute like nards, and they're just like <laughs> they're just like feeling each other and That's shit. And I'm just like, Wisconsin shit to happen. And I was really sober, and I was just like, man, dude, I this is rough. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many countless, countless. It was fun of, though of the of that situation. Like that happens almost every other week. I feel like so there's just there's <laughs> no ridiculous. like there's no like specific scenario that comes out for like a lot of this shit. It's just like every city and every venue. I don't want to say is the same, but they're all like similar. You know, they're all sure. they're all based off the same thing. Same I feel idea. Like. Yep, it's like you go to the show, then you end up at that party every city. <laughs> Sometimes there's there's other you know cooler things like cool hotel things or like there's you find a hot tub or anything like that. But yeah, that that's that party scenario is so classic. <laughs> We've all been there. Wonderful. Uh, 
And then one last thing I kind of wanted to talk to both of you guys about. I mean, there's so many people, like, trying to kind of do what you guys are doing right now, like our generation. But you guys Mm -hmm. have obviously both found, you know, success and a way to get above where most people will ever get. Uh, I mean, sadly, like the sad truth, whether it is they quit or they just don't get better. What do you guys have, like, advice for let's say younger people, because I mean, I'm not talking, if, if you're 30 and starting to do this, great, but that's not who listens to this podcast. It's younger people, mm. ages from like late high school to fucking their late 20s is the general, like somebody like that, mm. if they want to start doing this, what would be like your route that you would do right now? Something that if you knew it earlier, you you they would be doing. Like that, anybody could do. Like one, okay. I'll say that for especially like rappers, it is extremely difficult to start. Like especially when like like I know so many people who have like taken like their normal Instagram that grew throughout high school and they have a thousand followers, but it's only kids from their high school, and then they just change that to you know like like a new music profile, and then they completely switch everything up. A lot of people usually especially i mean i remember when i started doing this in high school like people just didn't really give that much of a fuck like i did have friends that were like yo this is actually kind of dope like you could get somewhere who knows but like at the same time like our shit was terrible like and my like production quality in high school was very very poor yeah but uh like one of the things that i wish that i would have done is like um kind of just like worked like harder instead of being so satisfied or just like just satisfied with like the stuff I was making in the beginning but I also didn't really know and that's because I'd never referenced like tr- my tracks to other songs I would just listen to my song and if it sounded good then that was that mm-hmm. but like that's like one thing that actually does help a lot is just like listening re- to other people. yeah like like referencing other um songs and artists that you really like and kind of like um trying to mix yeah like trying to like mix stuff i guess like and or similar to that you know because especially if it's like a professional song like if you mix um your own song with a reference of like a professionally mixed song then you can definitely get a lot closer to a a really good final song yeah and final product which is which is like makes you more professional i think that's like the main thing too is professionalism uh not trying to fuck people over not just uh, what what do you think about like how how do you guys go about networking to like not be like pushy like what would you say is bad etiquette that you, you see just don't want to be immediately asking for shit in return yeah it's like the main thing like Build as soon as someone's like asking for something in return then you kind of know it's like eh, they're like, just why? trying to use you yeah and sometimes it's like you know, like we're we're genuinely connected like we should use each other to help yeah. build each other up so sometimes like if they're but you build up to that. You got to, like, kind of have the relationship first. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like um, I know someone for five minutes and then I'm asking them to collab or for their for the email they just sent, uh, like, their label demo to or asking them to talk to this mm-hmm. show promoter. Like, you got to, you know, work your way up. And if, if anything, provide something for them. Like, give them some value yeah, before you that. ask for any value back. Exactly. And that goes in the bit across all business world if you're not adding value why would i want to talk to you right mm-hmm. like I, I think that's a lot of because i there's a lot of people that you know they say they're like soundcloud rappers or rappers mm-hmm. and i feel like they'll just 
I've seen it with you. Like, be like, oh, dude, I also make music. Like, we should just make yeah, something it, right now. It's like when you guys yeah. first meet, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and I mean, and you'll ask me like, how many songs do you have? They'll be like, well, you know, one. Literally. I made a, I made a song. I mean, last summer when I was actually out in Philly, uh, we were just going around the city, and then uh, this guy asked to borrow a lighter. And he was just sitting on the bench with his girlfriend or something. We talked to him for, like, not even, like, a minute and a half. And he's already saying – or he was, like, asking, like, what do we do and stuff. You know, we're all like, yeah, like, make music, et cetera. And then he's just like, oh, I'm a rapper too. And then it's like, all right, what do you have? He's like, oh, I don't have anything recorded. Like, no actual songs. But, like, I write stuff to YouTube beats. And it's like I know, like, literally, <laughs> like, a, probably, like, 3,600 fucking people that do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, that's how I started making my music in the first place too, like – it's just, that's the thing. Like, if you are going to stick to do that and, like, you're just saying you're saving up for studio time, that is not the way to do it. Like, you just need to actually start, like, trying to do stuff, whether it's, like, in a low-quality yeah, way or not. You just got to start doing it so There's you ways start to, do to it know. For cheap, too. Mm-hmm. Fucking asshole. Hmm. <laughs> what? You just need to get some studio time for sure. Let's record on these podcast mics. Yeah, you could. We could straight lay some. You just gotta do it, or you could just like come upstairs and hop in my yeah, studio. Because right. no. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm gonna start charging you now though. Now that yeah, we've had this discussion, now that we we know it's a capitalistic society, money rules everything. Sixteen and, and a half dockies for free. for five and a half minutes, dude. No such thing as a free lunch, man. Nope, no free lunches. <laughs> Unless it's a DTF song, then it's going. Do we want to do some random Wikipedia page? We we do have segments on the show. It's been kind of a more interview. I mean, I'll just repeat whatever you said, Mitch. Mitch, Mitch is micless right now, but before the episode, he was like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll do a quick segment." He was like, I'm, "I'm feeling tired." So Wrap it up with your uh, your it. most fun segment, whatever yeah, it is. Our, yeah, our most fun segment, the fan favorite, uh, random Wikipedia page. Now, how this segment works is Mitch is gonna pull up a random Wikipedia page. And me being the all knowledgeable person I am, I've never got one of these wrong. Like I just know what's like. We tell him what it is. He reads us. The Wikipedia he reads the page. definition, and you guys. Well, we say don't. It. Not in the definition. Mm-hmm. We provide him with what it mm-hmm. is. It gets and, a little saucy. And he he's gonna pull up just something random. Press the random button. Furnace General Hospital scandal. All right. The Furnace General Hospital scandal. Like there's like a, a fern. Name. No, it's like oh, fern. Oh, the furnace. Oh, yeah. Well, like a furnace. We, as we all know. Cousin of Katniss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, dude, I already boys, know. This, yeah, boys, this is a pretty fucking easy one. Uh, well, there's two. Yeah, of course. Of course. Do you, you want to start us off, Connor? Mine's we'll, a little fucked up. You say the first thing because I think that we're thinking the same thing. All right. So, obviously, we all know Fern as the famous nurse uh, from... <laughs> from <clears throat> what did you what was that it's the hospital name sure Fur- sure 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 furnace but, is the hospital it, name what is the scandal that happened at furnace hospital oh yeah, yeah. i would love all to the, know as well it was all the the patients you know they were uh all right i'm uh i'm just gonna take over here sure okay so there's there's two options here the yeah. first option is that there is a ring of doctors that were fucking patients in their comas. Jesus Christ. And then the second one is that there is a uh, psychopath doctor who's just 
you know, killing purposely patients, killing, pur- patients purposely killing patients and then uh, stealing their bones for trophies. Okay, that do you have? Do you have a wild guess? Maybe you would just want to throw against. The I'm thinking they just never ended up washing any of their instruments, and everyone got AIDS. All right, I like that too. I like that. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, a bunch Jesus. of dropped fucking babies. How many babies no one, are we no one likes a dropped baby. Uh, like 11. 11 <laughs> dropped children. I mean, like six, I'm like, that's a lot of dropped children. Eight, I'm like, eh, this is getting weird. 11, that's a full out scandal. They destroyed the evidence. Oh, they God. killed the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Very unfortunate. Oh, Texas. Cloverleaf, te- you were just in Texas. Yeah. Cloverleaf, so you know all about Cloverleaf. Oh yeah, nationally known, big uh, big Texas. Known, big big town, big population. Big population of a hundred, and a half people. What What do you mean? Never mind. It said the population of Texas, which is one point two million. If that's right. Yeah, it's a. No, that's not right. No, I think there's more than 1.2 million. Dallas, people in Texas. Austin, Houston all have millions of people in yeah. it. Who yeah, knows, man? Pro- all right, it's probably 22,000. Anyway, it's known for the biggest yarn ball, as we all know. We are, we're all really oh, into yarn. I've heard of that. Cloverfield, yeah. Texas? Yeah, Cloverfield, Texas. No. Oh, Cloverleaf. I've just you said thinking- Cloverfield. I yeah, it's because I'm thinking about aliens. Clover, Clover, Clover Queef. square miles that's it that's how big the yarn ball is 3.3 square miles uh, 58.7% white wonderful all right all right thank uh, you for 7000 households 50, 46% of that children under the age of 18 wow these are all sorts of facts that are just coming in Median uh, income? Thirty-one and a half thousand. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like thirty-five k. I, I'll go thirty-seven five. Jackson, thirty-seven four. Oh, oh wow! You're all like damn. genuinely close. Fuck, son. Big man. That they don't call me the undefeated champion of the world at this game for nothing. We'll I do don't one... know if they call you that. Dude, I get you it. You did all not the time. guess Trust the drop baby on Twitter. I like get it a lot. You did not guess the drowned baby I or mean, the I'm no, just... not drowned baby. So that would be way worse. <laughs> would it? The dropped babies. Well, if you dropped one and they died, or drowned one and they died, like what's like the difference in tent? Uh, what if you dropped one? If you're into, into a body into a, of water, uh, I mean, well, babies float, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but how long is a baby going to float if you drop it from a 20-foot bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Who said anything about a 20-foot bridge? Somebody's just saying dropping them in water, and that's... Th- just You just thought 20-foot bridge? What about, I like, don't know. a tub? Right. I mean, well, if that's the... What I think that's bad, too. What are doing? Mitch, do we have a third random Wikipedia page? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Mitch is just over there playing balloon tower defense. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing it. He's got seven tax Yakuman shooters. Yakuman Diaz. Yakuman Diaz. Yakuman Diaz. My first, my first thought goes to uh, the widely popular series Bakugan. You guys remember those? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. May, Definitely not. Maybe a little after your time. I feel like it was. I don't know. A little bit after What's his us. Name again? Bakugan was like. Bakugan? No, this, this little guy. card game where you rolled out these robots and they 
Yakuman Days. It sounds sick. They had a Yakuman show Dez. about it. They were pieces of shit, to be honest. Pretty sure Yakuman Days is a uh, my my boss leader for the Yakuza. I like that. I'm gonna say he's a famous chef or a painter. Paints with his own yeah. shit. <laughs> he paints with his own shit. Yeah, I would have done. Did you say Ja Rule is was a part of this? Ja Rule is always a part. Ja Rule is a part of everything. Oh, wow. Can you imagine if Ja Rule ran for president? Ja Rule, there's a ranking mode and a challenge mode. All right, well. Love it. Six out of seven rating. All right. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the podcast here. This was a fucking fantastic episode. What a banger! We laughed, we cried, we danced. I jerked off four times. <laughs> That's how that song goes. Uh, but before we go, uh, we'll start with Sweet Teeth. Any plugs? Yo, I love this. I was waiting for that. All the podcasts. Yo, you want to plug us with anything? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah hit, hit, hit us with a few plugs. Well, it depends quick. when this is going to come out. But It'll come out next week. Most of my shit is uh, at Sweet Teeth 007, IG, SoundCloud, Facebook. Twitter is Sweet Teeth Music. That's probably the best one. Um, he is clone. The Twitter is slapping. Twitters are slapping, but uh, Clone and I have some music that'll come out in the fall. So we got a couple things we're sitting on. Maybe it'll be uh, some singles. Maybe it'll be uh, like a three or four track EP. But yeah, we got some some songs coming us too. So just keep in touch with yeah. us. Yeah, we'll retweet that at uh, the Twitter for the Blockbuster Boys. Yeah, Blockbuster Boys with a Z. Quick with a plug Z. There. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Fucking get your T-shirts. Poke, poke me on. Facebook, uh, sweetteeth.shop, get your shirts. Oh, yeah, get, get his shirts. Do you have any? Do you have hats still? Hats, I could do. All right, get, get your, <laughs> that get sounded so like you're just like, ah, oh, god damn it. I don't want to wear like the last hat that I made currently. <laughs> uh, Connor, any plugs? Uh, yeah, clone the kid is always on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure those are the only things that I use. What about uh, your premium Snapchat? You want to plug your premium? Oh Snapchat? yeah, that's that's clone the kid. That's gonna, uh, that's gonna be five. Yeah. No, that's uh that's clone the jerk. <laughs> um, every single night I'm streaming clone for from cunt. about three a.m. to six a.m. I am just strictly <laughs> jerking off for three hours, and that is I all made a Pornhub account. Except for also. Fridays, where you just cries. oh yeah yeah Sweet Teeth did in fact make a Pornhub yep. account. Pornhub.com/slash/user/slash/sweetteeth007. It's got one good video uploaded. Scrawny white boy fucks two thousand people I at the same that. time. Oh yeah! All, honestly, I d- haven't really thought of that, and luckily I'm on my phone logged out. Actually, I lo- I'm logged in on my phone currently, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I guess people can actually know all the shit yeah, that I watch. Like what you what you're watching? Start liking things. Start commenting. Right, things. I will. I mean, you can see on my frequently visited. It's right there. Oh hell yeah! It's right I, there. I love how it's probably probably watching uh, midget fucks tentacle dog. You can find me on the hub. Uh... You can find me actually at Jackson underscore Weiberg on all platforms: Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, Mitch, you want anything for me to plug? He doesn't want to plug anything. As always, guys, denounce God, hail Satan, hail Satan. Fuck my cologne.
No side bitch, not a main dish. Got a side snap for the late shift. Photographs in an underground cinema. Triple X rated bitch, no I'm feeling yo. I feel the different mood in the four shifts. Put the weight on my shoulders with a forklift. Bad thoughts, boy, these demons call a good gift. Tryna figure out this out, but still don't know shit. I'm a great. 